Don't stop, pop that cap, mm, mm, just like that, mm, mm, just like that. I forget the rest of the song, but it's about Bagina. Making a stop, <laughs> you know, everybody. <laughs> Don't stop, go listen to them, <laughs> go listen to that track. Uh, welcome back to Bros of Murder. This week, I am George R. R. Martin. I am one of the characters that uh, George R. R. Martin has created. What is it? Da- da- Daenerys? Daenerys? Did you not watch Game of Thrones? I read the books. Oh, you won it. So, wait, I thought you not remember the name. Because I read it probably right after deployment. And I got really tired after book like three or four. It One of the books was extremely slow and it was just a, rand- a bunch of random like I just thought setting up together. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's how he writes. But hey, man, a book of song of fire is supposed to come in. <laughs> <Yeah. something. laughs> man, talk about a shit show of a show. Like that guy, <laughs> that took a turn. It was uh, pretty. I, 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 I would. I, I watched the first like two episodes, and I was. Oh uh, yeah, like, man. I didn't finish it. They lost me. Ha- like. Ha- I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm, just gonna get, I'm just gonna get upset again. <laughs> but yeah, welcome to Brothers of Murder, where we talk about true crime cases of color. We play you music, and we give you commentary. I forgot for a second what I was gonna say, and we give you commentary you don't ask for. I love the commentary. Yeah, and we're also bringing back our dumb crimes too. Battle's making a shock face. I totally forgot about the dumb crime. It's okay. I have one. Okay, good. <laughs> So, uh, do you want to go first? Or do you want yes, me to go first? Yes, I will go first. Or, okay. Yeah, I'll go first. Go off. I You might have to go off because I forgot the dumb crime. I totally forgot about the dumb crime. It's okay. It's been a long, long couple of weeks. Yeah, no, it's been, yeah. It's been, well, the whole world has been hectic these last couple of weeks. Go Joe, right? We did it. Well, so that's the thing. I've been off of the internet and... Well, off of Facebook, so that's where everyone gets news. And I didn't realize that COVID cases were going back up. Oh, yeah. Because I was so removed from the internet. I was just like, oh, yeah, everything's good. Whoa, there are people outside. And then, like, I go on nope. the internet. And then, you like, thought- I got it verified by watching, like, local news. Like, ah, oh, COVID's going to kill you. Yeah, sh- shit ain't sweet yet. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, fuck. It just went out with bees open back up. And I was in there doing my dollar drinks. Dollar ow, drinks, ow, yes. Yo, they were hitting. And next thing you know, we close it again. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Can we just do this right next time, people? Yeah, we're your fucking mask. Quarantine, wear the mask. Let's fucking go so we could get dollar drinks. Sorry. I hope everyone's doing well. Yes. I'm tired. My spooky bunch of bitches. TM. Yeah, my my whole thing is other than that, like everything's been well. 
I, I just wanted to get the PlayStation 5. I know you're already hating on it. I saw on Facebook everything's breaking, but I still want one. I've actually been going to Target every morning to see if I feel like one of the old people that just hang out in front of the malls waiting for them to open to walk laps. Bro, I'm going to be walking laps when I'm old. I don't care. Good for you. Yeah, but I never got one. <laughs> just let everyone know. I don't have a PlayStation 5 yet. If you have one that you don't want and you want to donate to me, I'll take it. Um, but yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry for wasting everyone's time. I know what you're here for, and I'm going to give you what you need. Uh, that was very pointed, that, that, the tone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give you what you need. So, my next case is kind of sad. Actually, it's really sad, because it's about a couple that got murdered inside their home. And... It's not just a couple, it's a couple that did a lot during the civil rights movement. And it sucks to think about being in your own home and being murdered. There's a lot of there's a lot of scary things that come with that. Because I think of my home as, like as a safe barrier. space. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, I have my dogs. I'm coming to chill. You I, know, poop with, I poop with a door crack. That's how I last right? night home. My bidet is in my house. And to think that someone would come and just kill me. You need a bidet. It's so nice. But it's actually pretty tragic because, like I said, this couple, they were very instrumental in the civil rights movement. And I hope that everyone that listens to our show or just everyone in general knows about the civil rights movement and what it was and... Yeah, it's pre- it been pretty hard to miss, I hope. Yeah, and if you've missed it, but you know that's what? You, okay. never, you never fucking know. <laughs> Everybody gets one, as Spider-Man would say. But the civil rights movement, pretty much, if you don't know, is was just something that was organized so A little black Americans could be seen as equal. You know, just live under normal life and end racial discrimination but not just end racial discrimination, but end it under the law to where, you know, Andre and I can give you these things without being judged for being black men. Where Andre right now is looking fine as hell. His skin is so nice. I use shea butter moisturizer. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So let's hope it gets better soon. But back to the case. This case is about the Christmas bombing of Harry T. and Henriette Moore. Bombing? bombing oh yeah oh they were yeah it's sad dude so harry harry and henrietta moore were both born in florida you know the united states the part of the united states where it had the most influential kkk at the time and like you know the same florida that had lynchings up up until like the late 60s you know that florida i think they're still wilding down there i don't know But in the early 1920s, Harry was a teacher at a school for black students. And this is where Harry and Harriet met. Henriette. Henriette met. Sorry. (laughs) They were both pretty active in the community and both used their knowledge as educators to influence black students to vote and talk about the voting process and why it's important. Not only that, but according to the Smithsonian, 
he would often bring his own materials to help with that education. So he would fund his own stuff because, of course, black schools weren't getting stuff, which is kind of like it is now. There's a lot of Title I schools around the nation that don't get a lot of stuff. I know this because my wife is an educator and yes, we'll just leave it there. So although they were great educators, eventually they lost their jobs as teachers and this was mostly due to the fact that they were the ones who founded a local chapter of NAACP. And side note, it's important to realize like during this time, segregation was cool to do. Like, you know, it was all right to do then. Yeah, people weren't really batting the eye at it. You know, Confederate statues were still around. And let's just say there was a lot less, a lot of less opportunity for black people during this time, which some would argue that it's still kind of like this. So along with being educators and founders of an organization, they also led a lawsuit to force Florida to pay black teachers as much as white teachers. And this was coming from like the History Channel. They talked about how they were adamant about black teachers getting paid what they paid for what they were doing, their job that they're doing. So, of course, with making a lot of motion in the ocean with equality, you know, you can imagine that the Moore family, they were a target of a lot of different abuse and what eventually came of them, became of them. According to the Zen Education Project, it was said that Harry Moore was the most hated black man in Florida during this time because of what he was doing for the advancement of colored people or black people. He was making some changes that Floridians didn't really want to see happen and... Again, segregation was rampant during this time. So, since it's getting close to the holidays, let's talk about Christmas. And it's not the good kind of Christmas, everyone. It's the bad kind. I have to say, I don't think I'm the only person that hates Christmas. It's a no, weird story we could talk. Okay, yeah, we are really weird about it. But I don't want to get in the conversation because I... I'm all about that winter solstice, boy. I know, that's right. It happens. But Christmas Day of 1951 was a normal day. Well, well, kind of a normal day. It was Christmas for the Moore family, but it was also their 25th anniversary of being married. So for the Moore family, Christmas had more of a special meaning than just getting stuff. It was about love, family. Most of all, it was about them. You know, celebrating a quarter century of being together. Although it was meant to be a beautiful day for them, it unfortunately was not a beautiful day after all. Because as their Christmas and their anniversary night was winding down, they're getting ready for bed, you know, probably have some fun because it's Christmas and it's a wedding anniversary. They have their fun, do whatever, and then they go into... <laughs> I love how you're beating around a bush. Yeah. No they fuck, probably. Um, no, they fall into a deep slumber. Mm-hmm. And the while Christian they. Way. The Christian way, yes. <laughs> oh, dear. While, while they slept, they did. Little did they know that this would be the last time that they would be together. Because unknowingly to them, there was a makeshift bomb under their bedroom. And guess what? 
it exploded. Hopefully we'll be able to get the pictures of this in the show notes. I have a link to it at the bottom. But the house looked like the front of it was just taken out. It's super tragic. And how? Okay, did it give like a description of the bomb? No, I mean, when it blew up, it probably blew up everything else. They just said that it was a makeshift bomb, some ordinance that was made. I, I just don't want to imagine what it did to their bodies. Oh. Sometimes when these bombs go off, like these makeshift bombs, they, depending on what vessel they're used in, they could throw a lot of shrapnel or yeah, like, it could I, completely... I, I, I was wondering, because I, I, I read one story about like a crockpot bomb someone made, and they like packed it full of like nails and lug nuts and shit like that. Like, yeah. The whole, I feel like the whole May ones are just designed to do as much damage as possible. Yeah, it's not fun. Don't fucking make bombs, weirdos. But I don't want to imagine what their bodies look like because judging by what the house looked like. Also, what sucks about this was that on the way to the hospital, Harry died leaving behind his wife and two daughters. And what makes this story worse is that nine days later, Harriet died and she died of her injuries. Again, leaving behind their two daughters. Luckily for for their daughters, it wasn't the end of their lives. The daughters got to go on and live normal lives. One thing that his daughter or their daughters remembered about Harry was that he said, and he would say it a lot, I have endeavored to help the Negro race and laid my life on the altar. And that's something that he stood true to and something that he valued was to help his people, like our people. And the crazy thing is, there was it was known that the KKK did this. Mm-hmm. People came forward and was just like, yeah, it was like on deathbed kind of confessions. They came forward, there was evidence, but they never did anything to like prosecute anyone. And that's, this is another reason why this story this crime is so tragic is because there was never really justice um so oh i said up twice three times but nothing came of it and but other things did come out of it because of their death but that's the story of the moore family that was that was sad you're right with your assumption (laughs) and on that sad note let's take a small break we're back and now going from sad to disturbing we have my case and my case it's a recent one because i at first tagged it like a couple because like it recently things more things came out of it and it was weird because like i saw a couple months ago and i was oh i want to report on this and then i kind of just like forgot about that case because i found some other ones so seeing this pop back up with this new like twist conclusion to it was just like now, it was a weird timing. So, now my story is about Brandy Odom. So, imagine this you're walking your dog on a nice Monday morning, listening to your morning playlist, probably like WAP or something. It's 2018, so it's before coronavirus even existed. So, life, you, f- f- life is good for you as of right now. <laughs> you're unaware of the <laughs> shit show that's coming. 
<laughs> You're living blissfully. <laughs> it's coming though. It's coming though. It's coming. <laughs> and you were not ready for it. <laughs> Quick note. To every so-called psychic out there, y'all could have warned somebody. <laughs> not one of you bitches said shit. And that's fucked up. <laughs> y'all put to see the future, but you couldn't tell me to stock up on toilet paper or some shit. Bro, I got a bidet. Fuck all that. <laughs> <laughs> so you're one second, my cat's eating. Can you I hear don't it? hear it, no. Okay, good. <laughs> I, can, I can hear it. <laughs> So, you know, you're walking in here during the day and all of a sudden you look down and there's a series of plastic bags in front of you. Your dog sniffing it out. The inside those clear plastic bags you see are arms, legs, and a naked torso. Yep. This is what happened to a dog walker in Brooklyn. Of course, it's always a dog walker. In April 2018, they found a dead body of a missing 26-year-old black woman named Brandy. The crime was premeditated gruesome and motivated by greed. So, Brandy was a Brooklyn native. She was a former security guard who just passed the exam to become a city safety agent. I'm not 100% sure what a city safety agent is. I'm assuming it's like a type of security thing run by the city. Maybe? Likely. I don't know. Like a, like, a, like, that... a step, like a step under a cop, I guess? Possibly. That Maybe. sounds right. Yeah. So now Nicole, who is her mother, remembers that the last time he spoke to her daughter, they had shared news that she would be interviewed for the school safety job. Neighbor Madonna Alfred remembers that Brandy was an ambitious young woman, and she said that she wanted to work and take care, take care of herself. Like she was just an all-around chick. People really didn't have any idea what she did in her personal life, allegedly. I would just say that. So now Nicole, who is her mother, says that she had no idea that her daughter was in trouble until she saw a news report that the unidentified body in the park had a tattoo of the word chocolate, which is a similar tattoo that her daughter had. So at that moment, she knew that her daughter was dead and found. I don't know who could possibly want to hurt her the way that they hurt her. Because this was brutal, what they did to my kid. I'm still in a state of shock. I'm still not really believing that I just went and ID'd my daughter today. That's scary. Oh, horrifying. As a, as I realize parent. that I'm a... I'll, I'll tell you guys after. I'll tell you all after. So investigators determined that Autumn's limbs were cut off. Oh. Yeah, after she had been strangled to death. Oh. And it would be two years before the motive or suspect even came forward. Well, came forward, had like, would be caught. So over the course of this time, her family obviously were not obviously, but they weren't happy with the department, mainly because of transparency. They are not even calling me to tell me how the case is going or to check on us. And I see this issue so many times when I like cover these cases about black people and their families like criticizing the cops. It's always about transparency. And they're just like, right. Just let us know that it's being worked on. Like, like you know, like that you didn't forget because yeah. That, yeah. that that would mean a lot. Like <laughs> it just really, they really want that comfort that someone's still working on a case. Even if you're not finding anything, just let them know that it's still, we're still working on this. Yeah. And, yeah. and you're time and time again, we're like, you're not, you're not getting it. And we've had that happen with people that have reached out to us to talk about cases that we can't talk about yet because law Legal. enforcement 
isn't doing what they should be. Yeah. So to quote her mother, if it was a Caucasian girl, would this case move faster? You found a whole dismembered body in a park and it's the media who are coming to us and asking us what was going on instead of the police sitting here and telling us like what's happening. Now, the first week of November this year, 2020, FBI agents arrested Corey Martin, who's 33, and Adele Anderson, 32, in Trenton, New Jersey, for the murder of Brandy. The pair who authorities said operated a prostitution ring allegedly carried out the gruesome killing in an attempt to cash in on a life insurance policy they took out on her, like, before. It was a setup. They set her up. Family first. They allegedly planned to take several life insurance policies out on her, then murder her, and then claim the benefits of the life insurance afterwards. Martin Anderson allegedly took out two separate life insurance policies, totaling around like 200000 bucks on Brandy from Global Life Insurance Company. That's not and even that much money. No, it's not. And that's in combination. Like, they went to two different places, and this is what they... Like... There shouldn't be a price on a human life, but $200,000 definitely should not be the price. Yeah. That ain't it. I, I, yeah, that's not enough money to like make me want to murder someone for a life insurance policy. And then the evidence linking them to the murder are videos that shows them like someone caught like CCC footage of the dude getting rid of the plastic bags. Uh huh. And he's still trying to say, like, that's not him. But he put a shaggy. And, like, that wasn't me. But it's like, bro, we see you on camera <laughs> like, right here with the dismembered body. How are you saying that's not you? Text messages also between the three contacting each other also came forward. That obviously pointed towards them planning and talking about a murder. Insurance place closed today. And that policy is no longer going to be active. If I don't try and do something with that bitch this week. <laughs> and they're still coming to the deny that that's that's them. Not <laughs> No, we were we were role playing. So now Anderson allegedly waited 17 days before contacting the insurance company after Brandy's death. Uh, both of so both Anderson and Brandy, the two ladies involved, they refer to Martin as Daddy. So it appears to be as though, like, he was like a pimp. Adele was like his main girl, and Brandy yeah. was like just another chick. And they also have a, a video of Martin going to Home Depot and buying a saw three days before the remains of Brandy was discovered. So, so they have like premeditated. It, yeah, it's premeditated as hell. There's nothing but evidence stacked up, and they're still like not admitting to what they like, did. No, I was cutting down a Christmas tree. Yeah. So when news finally got back to the family, of course they were overjoyed. Like they were just happy that they could put a face to it in a name to who took their daughter away because that was just the biggest ongoing question now the investigation is still going on and i do plan on following a trial because this i need I hope, to know the sauce i i want the, i want the tea because these two are idiots they're just idiots and terrible people i just want to see them go down now martin remains in custody without bell and anderson who was expected to be released on a coincidentally two hundred thousand dollar bell bonded out but she's required she's required to adhere to her curfew, submit a drug test, and must wear like a GPS monitor ahead of the trial so she can't go anywhere. And they're both facing up to 20 years in prison. And I really hope they That's both get convicted. Or dismember or for strangling, then dismembering with fraud, insurance fraud on top of that. 
Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they get more, honestly, which they deserve yeah. more. But hey, that's just it's a justice. theory. At least there's some type of justice. A film theory. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's all we can really hope for, honestly. But f- fucking A. It's like, we know, just admit it. <laughs> like, we know it was you, bro. <laughs> we see you doing it. Nigga, did you know that I can see you? <laughs> and I just want to touch on what I was saying before, too. It's like, you see a lot of these cases where the family is upset with the police department. And I feel like a lot of that can be mitigated with just a little bit of transparency. Because I get it. You don't want to spill everything out because I can mess up the investigation. But just, you know, letting the people know that you give a shit <laughs> go a long way. Not only that, but if we want to talk about rebuilding or not rebuilding, but actually building trust with the black community and police officers, like maybe start with transparency. Open lines of communication. Yeah. Hey, if we could do that, if it could be something mutual, maybe there will be something better for We can all buy on this bitch in the future, but like Like, y'all making it hard. Fuck. Because I don't like sweating around cops. It makes me, you know, like, I don't feel When I see one drive behind me, I immediately just turn. I don't even care where I'm going. (laughs) I just make the first turn I see. (laughs) I'm to the point now, like, I've been pulled over. I've been pulled over a couple times for, like, speeding or whatever. I roll all of my windows down so they can see in my car. Just because it's, I'd rather them look in my car without having to say, can you step out of your car? Because, bro, that's I can't. Sense yeah, they get yeah, like, just, just look inside of my car. Just look in all my windows. I shouldn't have to do that. Yeah, it sucks, but it's something that I do whenever there are cops around. Just so they know there's no nothing going on, because... Black people scare people. You know what else kills people? Florida men in Jeeps. Ooh, is this a story? Yeah, this is my is dumb crime your, of the week. Dumb crime? Okay, good. It was Florida. a perfect segue. You, people are like tripping in Florida. Go, do it. So well, this happened on Halloween, but I just thought it was a really just fun case. So there's this dude named Dustin. Dustin is one of those assholes in a Jeep who likes to pull the people and rev their engine like really fucking loudly. Because, you know, he's an alpha male and everyone else is a beta. So, Dustin, hold on. Hexay! <laughs> Don't take this out, please. <laughs> Get out of my underwear drawer. He's fucking obnoxious. So, Dustin goes up, pulls up to this red light, rubs his engine, and a man next to him named Kent gets out of his car, <laughs> knocks through the window, and says to him, your dick must be small, huh? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that that terrified Dustin to his core because he then pulled out his Weston, his Smith, his Smith and Weston 9 mil and pointed it at him out of fear. So anyways, I started blasting. <laughs> is pretty much what happened. Basically, yeah, basically what happened. <laughs> well, well, no, luckily no one got blasted. Kent and his girlfriend called the cops. When the cops got there, Dustin told the police officer he pulled the gun out because he feared for his life at that moment because someone said, you got a small dick. <laughs> and Dustin was arrested for <laughs> threatening someone with a deadly weapon. Small dick energy, big truck gas prices. That's what I'm all about. Ring, 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 ring. All Florida. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. If you want to hear more dumb crimes, you're going to, whether you like it or not. But you can email some of your own, and we will surely listen to it. We would love to get some submissions. 
uh what else <laughs> click the, uh, the links in the show notes if you want to like donate to us check out some merch the other social medias and that's all i have to plug for right now battle i have to plug is everyone i hope everyone's being safe i know that it's winter and we have friends that suffer from seasonal seasonal depression it me yeah and you know we need to be there for each other more we need to talk to each other more um we're gonna be quarantined and you know whether you like christmas or not whether you like the holidays or not which i don't like it means a lot to a lot of people and some people might have to spend them alone and they're not used to that because of the whole quarantine. If you have any time, please reach out to your friends, your families, people that you care about or you. Yeah, hit them up you know, and just be like, you're. Yeah, just say something. Make small talk. Get to see what they're doing. Make sure they're OK. Check on each other. Um, go, go get drunk on Zoom. Yeah, let's have a let's we should have like a Zoom drunk call. Zoom, a Zoom drunk meeting with everyone. No, that's not possible. But yeah, check on each other. Take care of each other. Um, yeah. yeah. Get that um, vitamin D. Get the vitamin wherever D. you're going to get it from. Maybe from this next song. Bye. See ya. Alright. <laughs> Never been so terrified of someone so unqualified, undignified, disqualified. You are disqualified. You have not earned my love or trust. The story was always about you. Everything has always been about you. As if you miss me, you're busy with everyone else. A guru with no followers, a lover with no lover, a brother with no brother. As if you miss me, you're busy talking to yourself. A guru with no followers, a lover with no lover, a brother with no brother. You are disqualified from my You come see me again, you want to rip into me Like I rip into these pages Put me under your spell, lurking behind us You're traumatizing me Who could you mistake me for? Since you think we're the same person The same poison You are disqualified from my
You are just crying.